0: Hi everybody and welcome to Get Real with JoJo. My name is JoJo and I'm a licensed psychotherapist. This is my first podcast and as you guys know, this podcast is going to delve into celebrity entertainment as well as spirituality and reality topics. Today I'm going to talk about different topics that have been in the news and the first one that really came to my mind and stood out to me, if you guys have seen it, is the whole big thing about Nicki Minaj not being nominated for the Grammys after she made a big stint about... Um, She was upset that, I don't know how it works for the Grammys, but I guess when she released her songs, she wanted this current, specific song to be put into the rap category for nomination, but they somehow only allowed that song to go in the pop category, and she was going off on Instagram, or I think it was Twitter, saying, well if that's the case, Big Lotto song, Big Energy, should have been put into the pop category, because it's not very what you would call specific standard rap. Big Lotto got very upset like why are you putting me into this leave my name out of this basically if I imagine if I was her like I'm a new artist leave me alone let me just get to the finish line and win this because I actually have a chance of winning a Grammy but Nicki Minaj started getting so mad they were fighting back and forth Lotto was calling her granny saying you're old why are you still fighting with me Nicki was saying you look old I didn't even know you were still in your 20s and so it was the whole thing, but this week, obviously, the nominations came out and Nikki was not nominated at all. And what I first thought about it, I thought, well, obviously, due to things in Nicki's past history, maybe this is something that the Grammy was doing to punish her, but I also thought, let's take it a little deeper. We don't know what the universe or what God has in store for her and she also probably isn't looking because so many times when you're so focused and you're so hungry for what you want, because I know I get here, when I really want something, I'm really hungry, I don't care what no one says, I'm a very person that I'm impatient. And when I want something, it's all I can think about. It's all I dream about. It's all I talk about because I'm, 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 obsess- I'm obsessing about it. Not realizing that maybe the universe and God did not intend that for me, but I'm pushing so hard with my full energy and not being able to step back and realize maybe the universe or whatever knows that I'm not ready for it. Maybe they know that there's something inside of me that when I get that, I will change the core of who i am that that certain thing will cause me to go more to my my darkness than towards my light i don't know what that is but i thought about it because i thought of an example today for example when i was creating this youtube i wanted not youtube podcast but i was also doing i was working with a graphic artist coming up with the the cover the you i want to also You'll see this is going to connect to YouTube. And I wanted to make the the YouTube banner. However, after he made everything, um, the banner doesn't fit into the YouTube banner, whatever it is. And I wrote to him saying, hey, can you fix it? Yada, yada, yada. He didn't respond for a day. I saw he had logged on to the site I used. And I started getting upset thinking, I can't believe this person. He's going to ignore me after I paid him money and did all of this. And so then I wrote to him a second time. Again, he didn't respond. My flesh starts getting worked up. I'm thinking in my head, how dare him? I am going to write to whoever I need to write to. I'm going to make sure that he gets in so much trouble. He's going to wish he never ignored me. You know, I'm going through all this spiraling. Um, But then I thought, no, just calm down. Let's give it a day. My natural personality is impatient. Let's see what happens. Maybe tomorrow he'll finally respond to you. What is up happening This morning, he finally responded saying, hey, I'm going to fix it. I'll get back to you. If I had responded to, I don't know, the contact thing, you guys know whenever like you're upset at Amazon, you call the 1-800 number and I would have said all these bad things about him. Imagine what that would have done to him and His business that he's doing and I believe that God the universe did this to test me to see if I was ready to go to the next level of my life where no longer I was going to be so impatient that I do what I always do and I go speed ahead and I instinctively react then I think about it and I pause and reflect. And I think for her, she wants it so bad and she's so hungry for it. The fact that she's not getting it, she's spiraling out by screaming on Instagram, screaming on on Twitter without realizing maybe there's something deeper here for me. Maybe God has something else in store for me, but I'm not stepping back to realize that there's something else for me. I'm just so much stuck in this that I can't see nothing else. And so... I think if I was her friend, I would really share my story of her and really think there might be something else that the universe or God has for you, but you're not missing the le- you're missing the lesson because all things are lessons that God would have us learn. And so that for me is the moral of this story. And I want to move on to the next topic. I saw um, Ellen Musk gives workers a two-day ultimatum, hardcore commitment or you lose your jobs. When I read this, I started laughing because, you know, we've been seeing in the news things about LMS, which haven't been so great. And I thought to myself, I would be thinking, oh, hell no, I'm quitting this damn job. But then I'm thinking, I got to look further into this. Who will stay into this? And I'm curious, what is he paying for them? Because I got to read to you guys what he wrote. Let me, sorry, I'm like grabbing things. What did he write? Okay, so supposedly this is the email he sent. uh, Allegedly, as Wendy Williams would say. Um, He says, (laughs) he titles it, A Fork in the Road. Going forward to build a breakthrough Twitter 2.0 and succeed in an increasingly competitive world, we will need to be extremely hardcore. This will mean working long hours at high intensity. (laughs) Only exceptional performance will constitute a passing grade okay passing grade like we're in school okay Twitter will also be much more engineering driven design and product management will still be very important and report to me but those writing great code will constitute the majority of our team and have the greatest way at its heart Twitter is a software and servers company so I think this makes sense if you're sure that you want to be a part of new Twitter please click yes on the link below anyone Who has not done so by 5 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow, Thursday. He's only given them two, two days. We'll receive three months severance. And basically you're done. Whatever decision you make, thank you for your efforts to make Twitter successful. Elon. And I'm thinking in my mind. First I'm thinking. This reminds me. Of Dealing with some of the worst supervisors I've dealt with before that are just I'm thinking get me the hell out of this job How the heck am I gonna get out of it and thank God I have the job. I have now. I have an amazing supervisor Who's just amazing? Um, but I'm thinking in my mind Who's gonna stay with this job? And if they do what type of terror is he going to do or maybe let's just let me take a step back Maybe this is just how he speaks, and you know whenever you're reading a text message or an email, you make up how the wording is in your head. Maybe that's what's happening here. Maybe that's just the way he speaks. Obviously, I know what the world thinks about him right now, especially with him taking over Twitter, but I'm going to take a step back and think how many times have I written something to someone and it's misconstrued or maybe they've written something to me and it's miscon, and I read it wrongly and I'm ready to attack like a wild animal. So I'm going to wait a little bit and I'll follow up with you guys to see what, what's happening here. Um... The next story I really wanted to go into that really took over um, this week was, if you guys know, Cameron Bure, who um, I guess she is now the Chief Creative Officer of The Great American Family, a Christian faith-based network run by the former Hallmark Channel CEO Bill Abbott. And I um, she made a statement, and I obviously I didn't listen to the interview, but obviously we know about clickbait. If you don't know about clickbait, clickbait is something that um maybe a youtube channel or i don't know somebody on instagram a newspaper site will grab a certain part of what you said and make it seem really extreme so that a bunch of people run and watch it or listen to it or read it so supposedly this is she said um she was talking about the lgbtq I don't know if she's talking about the LGBT community, but basically they're asking her, what are gonna be in the movies? What are gonna be in the new Christmas things? And she's saying, we're gonna keep the standard family. Meaning that, as we know, there's not gonna be any LGBTQ families. This is gonna be the standard family, yada, yada, yada. Many people were going crazy. The LGBT community was going crazy saying, how dare you? I can't believe you're just gonna have only, um, say this type of remarks. Other people got involved but in my mind I'm thinking if we make sense of this unless this is a very liberal Christian network this is standard a Christian um, network is not gonna have LGBTQ stories they're not gonna have LGBTQ characters so in my mind I'm thinking I don't know why everyone's very upset because this only makes sense if she's working for a um, an LGBTQ network this is what's gonna happen And we have to also realize, I don't know if anybody even watches this network. So there's nothing that the LGBT community should be upset about because the world is so much bigger than this network that if they're not going to do for us and do all these things to help the LGBT community, there are so many other stations, channels, whatever, that are... Thriving with LGBTQ cast members, supporting the community. So uh, for me, I'm thinking, what does it really matter? I'm thinking we live in a world where people feel that you must do what I, what's going to make us happy. You must, in this um, 21st century of 2022, support the LGBT community. It doesn't really matter. For me personally, I understand. I'm not, not having empathy. But for me, I'm thinking what does it matter were you guys even watching this network because i've never even heard of it and i don't know if other maybe there maybe there's a population where other lgbtq people are watching this but i don't think they were so in my mind i'm thinking what does it really matter but she did put out a statement and she wrote this so sorry i have to make it a little bigger She says, I would like to address my comments on the Great American Family programming as reported in the Wall Street Journal. All you who know me know beyond question that I have great love and affection for all people. It absolutely breaks my heart that anyone would ever think I intentionally would want to offend and hurt anyone. It saddens me that the media is often seeking to divide us even around a subject as comforting and and merry as christmas movies but given the toxic climate in our culture right now i wouldn't i shouldn't be surprised we need a christmas more than ever i am a devoted christian which means that i believe that every human being bears the image of god because of that i'm called to love all people and i do if you know me you know i'm a person who loves fiercely and indiscriminately indiscriminately my heart yearns to build bridges and bring people one step closer to god to love others well and to simp and to simply be a reflection of God's huge love for all of us. To the members of the media responsible for using this opportunity to fan fan flames of conflict and hate, I have a simple message, I love you anyways. To those who hate what I value and who are attacking me online, I love you. To those who have tried to assassinate my character, I love you. To everyone reading this of any race, creed, sexuality, or political party, including those who have tried to bully me with name-calling, I love you. And here's the thing maybe as a christian she doesn't stand behind the lgbt community it doesn't mean that she doesn't have love for the lgbt community there's many times that you can support something and love somebody all intermingling you can yes maybe you don't fully agree if you're not a part of it but doesn't mean you're gonna be out there picketing rioting attacking people she just could live her life and her beliefs as such and that's okay you have to get to the place also in your life where you're not needing everybody to have the same beliefs as you everybody to think exactly as you think it's okay sometimes i remember i used to be hurt if someone didn't think exactly the way i think how dare they and i would try to manipulate them through i don't know conniving whatever i'm trying to say to them to think the way i think and do the things that i do but that's just manipulation you're trying to force somebody to have the same beliefs and thoughts that you have. And it's okay. If you're reading it, she's like, I still love. And that's okay. She's allowed to still love and and have her beliefs. Um. Anyways, I'll go on the next story because I'm already over it, as Wendy Williams would say. <laughs> um, I wanted to move on to Jennifer Aniston. She was recently on the... She's now on the cover of Allure. And she goes into her history with trying to have children and many people thinking she never wanted to have children um, saying things like I can't believe her she was with Brad Pitt and never gave him a child all she cared about was herself she just never wanted to have children but in this article she goes into talking about that she did always want to have children she tried many times to go through IVF cycles she did many different things to get pregnant but it just wasn't possible for her and she goes on to say Social media is so evil and so mean. They don't know what people are going through. And they're judging me and making all these stories for me. And before I even read the headline of her thing. Because I think the headline of the magazine is something like. At this age I'm willing to say whatever I want. Or she's at the place of her life where she's no longer afraid. But when I saw that she opened up on infertility. I knew that she's now in a new phase of her life. Where she's no longer afraid. And she's opening up her life little more and more because she's a very private person but i also want to it was really a reminder for me that we are in such a world and myself included where we can be so judgmental and make up so many ideas and stories about somebody without really knowing the truth about them so many times we just look at someone or we see certain things about them and we're already assuming oh look they don't have any kids probably because they don't want any kids not really taking it deeper maybe they can't have kids maybe that's not something that they want for their lives but i think so many times especially as people in america because that's i i don't know i'm just gonna small it down to my world many times in my world i've been born into a tribe where the standard is to have kids and get married and if you don't do any of that what's wrong with you why don't you want any kids kids are a blessing kids are a joy that's what you should be doing if you're not married at the age um by before 30 you're so old what's wrong with you? you why why aren't you married yet so i i i understand that pressure that many women have and just people in general have and it just reminded me or i hope you guys have to remind is to be more compassionate and stop assuming that someone didn't want to have kids you don't know what someone's going through behind the behind their walls you don't know that they can't get pregnant they're struggling you don't know what anyone's going through but so many times we're so judgmental and we're so quick to make these assumptions because the laws that govern our life and the laws of the world are very the standard she needs to have a kid she needs to get, give him a baby because that's what being a good wife means instead of being a good wife it means loving him being kind to him being compassionate to him having purpose together being purpose partners and we also have to remember childbearing really came into effect because that's how the world population started second it kept your legacy going many times women knew to have a boy because if the husband died or got sick they needed that boy to carry on the legacy the name but also help them and we now live in a world in the 21st century where women don't have to have kids anymore but also women are also struggling to have kids so we have to learn that we have to break down these thoughts and beliefs that have continued and cycled from generation to generation stop start releasing them and really start changing your mindset and how you think knowing that these are beliefs that have been given to us for thousands of years And no longer do we need to hold on to them and make them a part of our laws that govern our life and our beliefs. So moving on to the next story. Sorry. I wanted to talk about the sad story of Aaron Carter who took his life. It was really sad um, seeing that he was found in his home dead. Allegedly, he committed suicide through pills And I think about many times when you're in a deep depression, you you can't get out of it because your soul needs something to have that endurance to push you through it. Your soul needs that grace that comes and says, you can do it, you got this, keep pushing. And many times, sometimes that darkness is so deep that you just take your life. And so I want to talk to those of you out there are really hurting and struggling if you really uh, are in a dark place please reach out to others Um, speak to people get yourself around people try to get yourself out of the house as much as you can and if you can't do that each and every day listen to your spirit and your soul because i promise you your spirit and your soul will every day be speaking to you saying push a little more you got this keep going and many times we, we ignore our natural intuitive instinct that's constantly whispering to us at every second at lightning speed that tells us, you got this. Keep going. Keep going. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't go there. Don't go there. It's listening. It's speaking to us rapidly at every second. And many times we ignore it because that it's either too much at lightning speed that is going to cause transformation that we're not ready for that two we want to be disobedient to because we're not we don't want to do that three we're in such a dark place that 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 light we we can't push into it enough what i mean is i'll i'll break it down at the lowest standard that i can sorry i accidentally just tapped something made it shift but i'll push at the lowest standard think about this your intuitive natural instincts are whispering to you at every second of the day at lightning speed like this it's coming quick and fast it'll be something like this you'll be you're about to grab that bag of chips and your instincts your natural intuitive instincts will say you know not to grab that you know that's unhealthy you know you're a diabetic why are you gonna eat that you know you should be exercising today but you ignore it it's it's too much of a fast speed light that you have to stand in because you know when you stand in it transformation takes place and what I mean by transformation that takes place is you know that you're gonna to have to change the outcome of your life because when you're listening to it you now have to stand in it meaning that you're gonna to to throw away those chips you're gonna to have to start exercising you're gonna to have to start taking care better of your mind and what we do is we ignore it we slow it down at the speed of light because we can't handle that because we don't want to get transformed out of it and so will push it back to a week, a month, a year, two years, five years. But when you do that, you stop your miracles and your blessings that the universe and God has for you. And what ends up happening is, is that you might then have your leg amputated. Your eyes might go bad because you are a diabetic and there's consequences to the decisions you make. And so I want to let you guys know is that doing the spiritual work is first learning to strengthen Your natural intuitive instincts, learning to listen to it, knowing when you're off, knowing when mm, something within me, there's a sadness building inside of me. I need to now lay down. I need a rest. I need to go for a walk. I need to listen to some music because when you ignore it, it starts building and building and getting bigger, reaching out to others, having those safe people that you know are your tribe. Don't go to people that are going to say, oh, you're fine. You'll, You'll be good. Don't worry about it. Go to your tribe. Go to those people that are going to love you, give you everything that you need that are going to be able to say, I see your pain and I'm going to stand with you in it. They're not afraid to stand in it with you in it and let you have it because they know that that's meant for you. They know that this is a part of your destiny your purpose. So go to those people. You'll know instinctively. You'll go around people and they don't know how to stand in that pain with you. So they'll say things like, oh, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Or, um, I don't know. You'll figure it out. Those are not your people. Go to the people that are going to say, I'm with you. I got you. I'm going to stand with you in it because I know that God has something that's for you in this and I'm not going to leave your side. So moving on to the next story, I really wanted to talk about the journey of the warrior. And I thought this was a great story to share with you guys, which were the stories of Michael J. Fox And, sorry, I'm trying to find it. I'm going slow, sorry, sorry. Christina Applegate, who, Christina Applegate was, um, just this week, won her star. um, Well, not won it, she had her star place, you know, in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And um, if you don't know, she obviously is not able to walk anymore due to her health conditions, as well as Michael J. Fox, who are not, they're both not able to walk anymore as much um, due to their health conditions. So sorry. I, I don't want to get their health conditions wrong. Michael J. Fox who has Parkinson's disease. I'm trying to find Christina's For some reason. I th- oh, she has MS. I'm so sorry. Um, Christina Applegate has MS. And when I was listening to their stories, especially Christina, Michael um, this week. Michael has a new book and he was being interviewed and he said this year was the worst year of my life because he had a surgery that caused um, an infection and along that came breaking his cheek, his hand, his shoulder um, because as he got sick he wasn't able to keep his balance and the infection started. He started falling, breaking things, his shoulder, his cheek, his hand and his mother recently passed away. Christine Applegate who now has MS due to it if you if you know her story she hasn't really been coming up but she has her new TV show it's the last season cuz obviously she has MS can't really um do her job as well anymore but she said you know this is the first time you guys are going to see me i put on 40 pounds and i as i was looking at them both and sharing their story of Michael who has been such a trailblazer for Parkinson's disease And he said, you know, this has been the worst year of my life. Everything that I've gone through this year has been really hard for me. But as I was looking at their story, I was thinking, this is really the journey of the warrior. When God gives you such a test that is pulling at every physical part of you that you need to survive. And you have to stand in it. And God is using you to be an anchor for other people throughout the world to help. And inspire this is the real story of the journey of the warrior and I was thinking I'm sure there were many times as they got through this as they were going through it the reasoning mind and everything started just spinning why is this happening to me I can't believe this is happening to me this isn't fair this isn't supposed to be my life I, I why God are you happening to me and so many times we get here and I've been here when things have happened to me I'm thinking why is this happening to me this is not fair this should be happening to somebody else and i listened to the amazing carolyn me some um, check her out she says things like well who's supposed to happen to the people over there that are killers and child molesters and bad things are not supposed to happen to you because you do remember that we live in a world where we are governed by the laws of this universe where there's sickness death all type of ailments and you are not going to be invincible from it you're going to get sick you're going to die. You're going to face all these things. You are not the chosen one that's going to be separated from the whole. What's in one is in the whole, meaning that what happens to one happens to the whole. And so as I was um, listening to their stories, I was thinking what warriors they are. And I'm sure it took a while for them to get to this place where they're able to really say, OK, God, I got this. I got the journey that you're that you have for me. I'm sure I was first hurting because there's so many statements. I'm sure that was going through their head. Like, I can't believe this is my life. This is not fair. And one thing that I would really provide to you on and provide to myself that Carolyn Meese has really provided for me is you got to get to the place where you start changing your vocabulary. She says, you got to get to the place where you take out why it's, why it's happening to me. This is not fair. Um, this shouldn't be my life she's like you have to get to the place where you take those statements out and you no longer hold on to them you no longer use them they're not a part of your carriage because she goes that is what will cripple your soul your spirit and your mind if you keep that part of your dna part of your everyday vocabulary that you use when things happen to you and so if i can offer that to you guys especially looking at their stories of everything that they're going through And I don't want you guys to think, well, maybe I'm just going through, I don't know, a a dark time in my life and I shouldn't whine or complain because look, they're going through something such worse. Your pain matters. What you're going through matters. You're not alone. I just want to let you guys know that the Journey of the Warrior just isn't about people that are going through illnesses. Sometimes God in the universe will take you through such deep pain because God, the universe and god is trying to take away everything that's inside of you that you hold bound to this world and down to this earth that you cling to so tightly and once you take you pack your five senses we're no longer are you conditioned to this world where you believe that you are safe and free from conflict or harm and so i want to move in to the last story which is <laughs> I had to kind of laugh about it. I'm trying not to judge because my natural right, if, you went, if you're went, you listening to what I was talking about earlier, the law to govern my world, I think, what the hell? This is freaking weird. Um, if you guys have known the story about Cher dating the younger man, who was her boyfriend, she says, you know, she makes a statement on Twitter, basically saying, you know, um, leave me alone. Yes, this is my man. Don't be judgmental. Um, she says this. Because um, many people are saying share you're being taken advantage of and she's like as we all know I wasn't born yesterday and what I know for sure there are no guarantees Anytime you make a choice you take a chance and I've always taken chances. It's who I am. Love doesn't know math. It sees share who's 76 is dating a 36 year old man And when I was listening when I was not listening when I saw this especially on Instagram, I saw her and the guy, and I'm going to post something for you guys to see. When I saw this, I thought, what in the hell? This guy is using her for every penny she can get, which I'm sure not right away. Because first, you have to wear someone down, manipulate, connive, do what you got to do. You can't first blow up your spot right way and, and make them think that you're a conniver, this evil person. You First, you know, you have to move very slowly. So I'm thinking, he's going to go real slowly, use sex, whatever he can to wear her down and slowly start having her buy things for her but obviously she's saying I'm no dummy I've been around the block but I am thinking at what age did I say is? 76 and 36 not that you can't have nothing in common because I've talked to many older people not in that way but you know you you I have friends that are older and you know we have very mature conversations if you're a mature person but I am thinking on an intimate level What do you really get out of this besides the sex? And then I had to step back and think, well, if we go on a soul level, souls have no age. I'm trying to not be so judgmental. I'm trying to think, okay, well, maybe there's something inside of him and her that they see in each other that they're thinking, all right, I'm going to make this work even though we're older and we see the best in each other even though in my mind I'm thinking what the hell Um, but anyways I wanted to leave you guys with that story I think I'm gonna try to work on what I was first saying right in the beginning is changing the laws that govern my life and try to see this their little story as you know what they're two souls that met each other and maybe they're enjoying each other's company on this journey called life and instead of thinking that it's disgusting or weird We just got to think about they're enjoying this journey called life. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. That's today's topics. Catch up with me again on um, the next episode. Thank you guys so much. Again, like, subscribe. Um, Please comment if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment. It helps so much. And thank you guys so much for listening to Get Real JoJo. Thank you guys.